I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Dr. Mike Gustafson. I'm Aaron Dickens. We'd love to hear what you have to say on the Yates Flooring Center chat line double-t-97-3.com. This is something that we've been expecting, uh, but now it is official. Texas Tech officially announcing this about an hour ago. uh, The game that had been scheduled against Oregon for next season on September 7th has been pushed back. In its place, Tech will play at Washington State uh, next September 7th. Uh, the uh, Cougars will make a return trip, or at least they're scheduled to uh, make a return trip to uh, Texas Tech in 2032. And uh, Oregon will host the Red Raiders uh, in 2033. Nothing new there, but but official, as you're saying. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm good with it. I... Uh, I it, I was amazed at the uh, level of angst last week from just the hue and cry over that. Which I'm not saying that to diminish everyone's opinion. Fire away, but I, I did. You know, seemed like to me it was uh, you know trading Oregon for Washington State. Still a road trip. Still going to be a challenge. Some some critics of this move are viewing it as like going back to Wyoming. I don't I don't think that's uh, Accurate, at least not at this point in time. Um, and and the the little interesting nugget about it was the idea that uh, it's a, a former another former Mike Leach team that will have the box that that you know we will have checked that box, which has nothing to really do with it. It's just kind of a little footnote. Um, it'll be uh, it's been a minute since Tech will have played in the state of Washington. Do you remember the last time they went to the Apple State? I do. Uh, I'm gonna go. It was a Gabe Rivera coming out party. Yeah, Gabe uh, lost to those dudes like t- number. I believe they were number one in the country. University of Washington. Yeah. I'm gonna go Aaron Dickens. I'm gonna go 1982. 82. Yes. Bonus points for the final score. Yes. Ooh, all right. Hang on. I'm going like, I know it was low. It was like a 14-7, 14-10, 10 kind of one of those things. I'll go, um, dang it. Uh, I'll go, I'll go 14-7. Uh, you gave both offenses too much credit. Uh, it was 10-3. to 10-3. to 10-3. to right. Okay. Yeah. And that right. was, that was week seven. Yeah, of the season, right? So this was not some kind of early season matchup with a, you know, team that was just thought to be good. This was the week seven matchup with a team that was proven and tested and you know really good. Yeah, deep into the season, really good. Um, and that I believe you can YouTube that. Go to YouTube, do Texas Tech, you know, Texas Tech Washington, 
you might need to do 1982. I don't think so. But uh, a couple things that are memorable about that YouTube clip, and I think I think I'm right about this. This this was a stretch in which John Facenda, the John Facenda, narrated our Tech Hall of Fame videos, uh, and that's. That's the that's the voice from all the old NFL films things when I was a kid, sixties mm-hmm. and seventies, and you know it's it's the guy that that Berman is imitating when he talks about the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. Well, yeah, Facinda actually never said those words, even though they're widely attributed to him. But uh, yeah, Facinda narrates the 1982 season highlight film, which I'm sure was literally a film at that point shown to the Red Raider Club and in the on the circuit throughout the year. And uh, one of the highlights, probably the most memorable play, and maybe the indicative of the sad state of affairs at that point in time, was Gabe Rivera. Like a little QB, I don't remember if it was a QB scramble or maybe a little option thing, but uh, QB gets loose and it's a 60-yard run. I mean, it's a, it's a long run, probably from their own 20 down to our 30 or whatever. Tech's longest run of the season. Yeah, this year. I mean, it was probably a little bit like that. Um, and and Gabe Rivera chases down the Washington starting quarterback after a 50-yard run. Like Now, I'm not saying he was outrunning DBs and whatever, but it was just Gabe coming from the backside. And, th- and it was at that moment, and I'm sure the NFL scouts knew about him and all that stuff, but it was at that moment that – you know, teenage me was thinking, man, like he met, we knew he was our best player. Mm-hmm. We knew he was making all the tackles every game. You didn't know he was a freak. We did. Yes. Yes. And then he's the first round pick of the Steelers. Kind of a, I don't know, I'd guess 20th overall type pick, something like that. 15th, 20th, maybe. And, uh, and then paralysis, you know, car wreck paralysis, all that. But he, uh, yeah, that, that's a, that's a highlight. I mean, if you were going to, Pick. I hate. I hate to say that's a signature play because, but so much of what happens for a defensive tackle is a sack or a tackle for a loss or whatever. But like his signature play is running down a dude fifty yards downfield, just bonk in a loss. Yeah, and a ten to three loss yeah. at the number one team in the country. And the other thing about it is there was a camera walk around on the field, and this is shown in the YouTube clip, and it's one of those enormous big old. Big old white dude, offensive lineman for Washington, shaking hands with the tech guys like out on the field and the just the handshake scrum mm-hmm. going, man, we glad to see you guys get out of town. Like as a respect, because you guys, you know, get got all they wanted from a team that I'm sure tech when they went in there, as you said, it was week seven. If I had to guess, what two and four or something, and uh, yeah, they were three and four. There you go. Uh, yeah, really. Uh, so that interesting, uh, interesting setup. Uh, the Washington and and they put a date on that game too. This Washington State game coming up this this September. It's week two. Yeah, week two. Not Labor Day. I think mm-hmm. you and I talked about that. We'll open on Labor Day Saturday, I guess, with uh, or Labor Day weekend for sure with uh, Abilene Christian and a brand spanking new facility and all the things. But then uh, then at Washington State and then home for North Texas. That uh, UW game. Uh, that was tied for the fewest points allowed, uh, or I'm sorry, fewest points scored uh, for UW that season. They also only scored 10 in a win over ninth-ranked UCLA wow. on uh, November 6th. They finished the season 10-2. Um, and two. Uh, They finished second in the Pac-10. 
They uh, also lost to Stanford, and that seemed like a... Yeah, that would have been a John Elway, maybe? Well, they weren't ranked, so I would guess it was pretty massive upset. Uh, they lost 31-43, to and then they also wow. wa- lost to uh, Wazoo. How about that Ooh, in the Apple Cup? That was probably painful. Yeah, I uh, the 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 Cougs three seven and one on the season. That was one of their three wins. So that was a uh, they probably celebrated that one. Yeah, bigly. Yeah, no doubt. Beating your arch rival and knocking them out of whatever. Yeah, because I mean, what like, was their bowl that year? Well, it, they would have gone to the Rose Bowl, wow. right? Because they oh. would have they would have won the Pac twelve because they would have had the tiebreaker over UCLA. Uh, but instead, they went to the Aloha Bowl and uh, beat Maryland twenty-one to twenty. Finished the season ranked seventh. Okay, all right, solid. Yeah, that was back when uh, the number of bowls were scarce, yeah. limited, yep. scant. Yep, yep, yep. We'll have Thursday night football for you coming up tonight on one hundred point seven. The score: Chargers at the Raiders. That coverage starts at 6.30. Quarterfinal action for the Seaman tonight. Mm. Got to have it. You know what it is? It's father-son violence right here. Really? Yeah. Me versus Brooksy. Loser goes home. How about that? How about that? On a weekend, we're going to celebrate his sister and my daughter's Texas Tech master's degree. He and I will be bludgeoning it each over there, over in the corner. Kind of kind of weird that it's, it's you know, your Seaman... Right, right. Your your fantasy football right. team, the Lubbock Seamen, facing off against your son. Uh, get it right, South Lubbock Seamen. Sorry, South Lubbock Seamen. Because you, if because S- of South, S-L-S. if South faces North, it's uh, you throw out the record books on that. It's it's uh, more yeah. tech talk next. The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3, Double T 97.3.com. With Gus, I'm Aaron. Would love to get your thoughts and your comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. Um, we get this in the chat line from our friend Lindell Jeff. Uh, hearing Dr. Mike say corn nuts smell like ass and AD talking about loading up for an SBD on the airplane was funny. Uh, I replayed it for a Baylor friend and he downloaded the app. <laughs> I had to tell him how buttoned uh, down you two usually are, but y'all, after a couple of years, are as funny as any of the Dallas sports radio shows. Y'all are all making my afternoon. Thank you, Jeff. That's very yeah, nice of you. I, I appreciate that. Hopefully we're not... Uh, you know, boring your Baylor friend. Now we need what? What do we need to do to be unhinged right now? I don't know to impress our new listener. I feel like uh, Jack to the Nips was a pretty good that start. Was, that was yeah. solid. Yeah, you. It's like it's almost as if you knew we had a new listener. That's my yeah. I had like a spidey tingle. You know. Yeah. Um, I like it. All right, so there are. Uh, Six bowl games tomorrow. Seven if you count the uh, Cricket Celebration Bowl, the HBCU Classic deal. Uh, How do you feel about Georgia Southern and Ohio in tomorrow's Myrtle Beach Bowl? Uh, Maxion, 
Half, next, yeah, next half question. Of it, sure. Next question. You're, okay. I'm I'm curious if you know this. Mac to the house. Uh, Tech is playing in what bowl game tomorrow? The Independence Bowl. Do you uh, know the sponsor's name of that bowl? Mm, used to be the Poolan Weed Eater. <laughs> Uh, it ain't. It used to be the company that makes Sharpies, too, in 98. Sanford. Sanford. You're not and getting it, bonus points for in, going into the past year. In 98, they brought, you, you like, because I had a credential, uh, hardworking media. I told you I did sidelines for the Everybody uh, got free Sharpies? Yes, absolutely. The little gift bag, the mm-hmm. little thing. It had a little dry erase doodad, like, like a football with the sanford logos in the end zone like like as if you wanted to i could have taken that out to a peewee game the next week and diagrammed of you know the tango defense for you um and uh yeah and the sharpies all had like the independence bowl stuff on it and everything uh i can't no i don't know that's bad isn't it radiance technologies i'll be darn do I you said, know local, i'm gonna guess that's a local company do you know what they do no no Let's see. Radiance Technologies. Yeah, they're they're oh. located in um I think Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah, that's what I'm saying too. Wow. Um <laughs> But they provide intelligence analysis and warfighter support to the intelligence community and Department of Defense to enable effective military operations. How about that? Well, that's cool. I wonder what they see as the uh return on being title sponsor of a bowl. Yeah. Like, hey, we need to get our name out there because blank. Because you would think that a company like this, their marketing is going to be way more, you know, B2B kind of relation stuff as opposed wow, to... Wow, fancy, B2B. Yeah, you like that? As opposed to being out there advertising to the, to the populace. Um... But maybe we're going to find out when we watch the game and watch commercials and stuff. Who knows? New Mexico State takes on Fresno State in the New Mexico Bowl. Do you know the sponsor of that game? I do not. No. Uh, it's and I may be mispronouncing this. It is uh, Isleta. I S L E T A. I believe that's Isleta. Isn't Isleta. It? Yeah, All right. So. Do you know what they do? Oh. There's a, a there's a high school. There's Isleta High School in El Paso. I know that. I think so. I think it is a uh, resort and casino. Oh, there we go. How about that? Yep. Uh, and we might have already talked about this. Do you know the title sponsor for the LA Bowl? <laughs> and we've talked about this. And you I'm mean, not expecting you to remember it, but we have talked about it. And that's the Los Angeles Bowl. Yes. Los huh. Angeles. Starco Brands. I would. Uh, I don't. I don't recall that. Yeah, because because they have uh, uh, like the movie theater butter popcorn spray. Really, they have uh, whip shots where they've uh, partnered with Cardi B to bring uh, the only alcoholic whipped cream to the market. Uh, they've also got a uh, a fragrance. And um, Soylent, which is a meal replacement drink. Boy, you know, I'm not sure I like the... I assume that's S-O-Y. Yeah, Soylent. You know, like Soylent Green. I hear that, and I hear S-O-I-L. 
Oh yeah, mm, dirt. Makes me wonder how the Yummy. focus how how the focus group testing went on that name. It feels like there's a Saturday Night Live skit in this somewhere. Well, I think I guess Soylent. In uh, in fairness to Starco Brands, I think Soylent was acquired by them, and it's it's been around for a decade plus. Okay. Um, I tried it one time. It's disgusting. <laughs> um, and I think it was just a bunch of nerds just trying to like replace all food with a drink. And so uh, you know, Soylent okay. Green, the old science fiction deal, Charles Heston. Got deal. it. Okay. Soylent Green is people. Um, let's see. Some of these are like obvious, right? Like you know what Lockheed Martin does. Yep. Uh, you know, I would answer, ask the same question about Lockheed Martin, though. What's the what's the return for them? That's about government. It's not like Gus and Aaron are going to go. Oh, Lockheed Martin. I need to go. I need, when, next time I'm ordering my helicopter, I need to check LockheedMartin.com. You know, it's it's. Now, it could be that, that they view it as it's a major industry in the place where the ball is being played, and so it's a way to pitch their... Yeah, I mean, that that bowl game is in Fort Worth, and I don't know that there's just a whole bunch of defense contractor jobs in the Metroplex. I could be wrong, um, but it is the Armed Forces Bowl. Yeah, and so there, I think that that, there's sense. the link, yeah. I think. Yeah. Because uh, that was the helicopter deal was there mm-hmm. in... Uh, Speaking of helicopters. Yeah, so that, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, in other words, I would see that as a as a probably a significant employer viewing that as this is this is us wrapping our arms around our town and showing what a great place it is, celebrating our workers, celebrating the whatever all the things that are good for tourism and our educated quick, work sorry, force and all that. Quick correction: uh, Saturday, the games are Saturday. Right? Yeah, you did say tomorrow, but I wasn't going to have. I'm not going to be that. here tomorrow. Nah, so yeah, today, today both. is my yep. Friday. Friday. Yep. Uh, more tech talk next. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus. I'm Aaron. Today is Thursday, just by the way. I know that. I know you disappointed half the town right there. Yeah, today, today is Thursday. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at double T 97.3.com. We'll have Thursday night football for you on 100.7 the score uh, with that coverage beginning at 630. Uh, this in the chat line, upon further review, Somebody says Lockheed Martin has a huge presence in Fort Worth and Arlington. All the F-22s were made there, F-35s also, I believe. All right, well, wow, I did not know that. I like it. Yeah. Um, this is the channel. My daughter's boyfriend works for Lockheed Martin in military aircraft design and troubleshooting. There are many jobs to be had there via the Air Force, but I'm not sure what benefit they get from sponsoring a bowl game. Yeah, it's got to be just uh, supporting the, uh, um, you know, just something you would do to be civic-minded toward an effort like hosting a bowl game, right? If if Texas Tech were to have a, if, excuse me, not Texas Tech, if Lubbock were to have the Lubbock Bowl, 
or whatever, it would be you're, you're probably going to be in trouble if you're just the Lubbock Bowl. It would need to be the fill-in-the-blank bank bowl or pick an industry, the United Supermarkets Bowl or something like that. Cotton Farmers of America Bowl. The, I mean, the yes. also Cotton Bowl. Absolutely. I mean, it, the sorghum. The actual Cotton Bowl. The sorghum bowl. Was, yeah. But, you, you know, you it would be... It would be tough if there wasn't some corporate something there. Yeah, like I, 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 uh, I appreciate the value of sponsorships, and I think that in a lot of instances there there is value there, right? Um, like I, I, I probably say Yates Flooring Center chat line a hundred times mm-hmm. every week. And so if you're out there in the listening area and you need any kind of flooring needs and you listen to this show or any of the other shows on the station, but but usually hopefully ours at least, um, that's going to be top of mind, right? I don't know that there are many people out there, to kind of use your example from earlier, that are in the market for a helicopter. Right. You know? Um, and And I don't know what that really gives you. Because Lockheed Martin, their biggest customer is the United States government. Military, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Right, and I don't think that the people that are that are counting the beans in our nation's capital, um, or you know, making those decisions are swayed by. Well, you know, we were going to go with Boeing, but Lockheed Martin sponsors that kind of mid tier bowl game. <laughs> Might want to get some of that uh, bowl game swag, you know. It's, that seems weird. It's got to be civic. You know what I mean? It's got to be a civic thing uh, as opposed to a true marketing effort, at least with regard to that one. You know, you know the because it's just not a consumer-driven thing. It's got it's to be something that's just, hey, this is great for Fort Worth. A, we're going to contribute to this effort. I, I, um, I the think... fact that it's also attached to the Armed Forces Bowl. That makes a huge difference. Well, I think probably as the title sponsor, you have some say over what it's called. Um, yeah, I just to, to me that th- this is like marketing executives that make you know hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to justify you know their their salaries. Like, hey, boss, whoa, hold on, hold on, <laughs> we got you a bowl game, man. You're gonna get you you are going to get to give somebody a trophy. Well, you know, and, and you by, know what? That's a great, great idea. Here's a 10% raise. By broadening it to Armed Forces Bowl, um, you probably have, you know, brass in from Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. I don't know. Maybe all of oh. them. Oh, or Coast Guard. Hey, you, Space Force. Yeah, I gotta mention <laughs> the Space Force, dude. That's right. They're an equal branch now. Yes, I'll call it the Space Force. Um, and but think about it. You get the all the entertainment and all the VIP opportunities, just full on schmooze level. Hey, we get this is where we get to entertain. You know, General So and So's coming in. It's probably there's probably. In the uh, in the uh, military complex industry, <laughs> this is probably big doings, right? <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. 
I mean, I'm guessing that their, uh, you know, little known footnote to the development of the F-22 is that the, the, the deal was finally uh, agreed upon before a, uh, an Armed Forces Bowl matchup between Army and uh, San Jose State. You know, how about that? I just made that up. I kind of remember, was the was that game set prior to this past Saturday as the winner goes to Fort Worth to play San Jose State? Or do we know that? Uh, well, Air the Force Army is in this game. Oh, okay, my bad. Uh, I guess the was I guess the winner of Army Navy with, with them both being five and six. I, I can't remember. I don't think Navy is in a bowl game. No, I don't think they are. That's what I'm saying. But I think pro, going into that game, it was five and six the other day. They were both five. And six. Army, that's what I'm saying. Was that set for? Hey, the winner goes to the weed eater bowl or whatever. And I don't remember that. I don't remember I don't, that being part of the broadcast. Like the implications are obvious. Loser stays home. Winner think, goes to Poughkeepsie. Yeah, they're. Uh, yeah, they're not eligible for a bowl game this year. For some reason, huh. I don't All know right. why they're six and six. Yeah. What are we doing? Huh? I wonder if that's like conference affiliation related. Uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, I saw little Gus at the president's holiday party yesterday. Great spread and champagne. Wow, champagne, huh? That was uh Something about your son, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And that was the the president's yeah, the president's uh reception kind of big cool little end of the end of the uh Christmas Christmas? <laughs> end of the fall little gathering that the president hosts every year used to be in the UC ballroom. Now it's over at the Fraser, but uh yeah, a lot of folks on campus, kind of a cool hang. But yeah, he was a yeah. He's, I think he said my dad came, which dad'll show up at that stuff. Son of retired professor stuff, you know. His wife's still on the faculty, so. But yeah, and he handed he handed Brooks a uh, you know my son a kind of a glass paperweight deal shaped like a diamond. I guess should I should have brought it. I should have shown it to you. But on the bottom of it is a GTE logo, which they were the sponsor of the Cotton Bowl and whatever, and it had the Southwest Conference logo in it. And it, I think it was something that I got around that 1989 75th year anniversary thing for the Southwest Conference. How about that? Yeah. And uh, so I'm, I'm going to – I mean, it, it's really cool. I'll My instinct is to give it to the Southwest Collection and say, here, this needs to be part of your collection because there's not much – 75th anniversary stuff floating around. Seemed like it'll be a big deal in another 25 years. This person says on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, the Chinese government is shaking in their boots <laughs> that an American aerospace company has enough spare cash to sponsor a bowl game. Major flex. <laughs> yes. Might need to just, yeah, we may need to just get a room full of hackers, right? And that seems like seems like a bunch of that that's where a lot of this stuff is taking place right space force will protect us don't worry <laughs> more tech talk next the podcast that finishes your work day in a very red raider way this is the tech talk podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction
Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Gus, I'm Aaron. We'd love to hear what you have to say today on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Wayne at Double T 97.3.com. Uh, somebody has this. Can y'all confirm transfer Davion Carter coming aboard? That would be huge. We can. We can confirm that. He's announced that commitment. He did that on... Uh, Twitter earlier today. He is uh, from Memphis. Well, he comes from the football program at Memphis where he was one of the highest graded, at least according to Pro Football Focus, offensive lineman in the country. I think uh, Rivals has him as a top 5 O-lineman in the portal. Uh, Rivals has him as a four-star portal prospect. And this is, I mean, this is a starter for you up front next year, no doubt. And he, like Vinny Curry, has started a bunch of games, more than 20 games. Looks like uh, Davion Carter started 23 games the past two seasons. So this is a lake-ready dude. He played guard at Memphis. You know, that's interesting because we would be looking at Jackson as one of the two returners. I'm going blank on his first name, uh, that played a bunch this year, probably started half the games mm-hmm. for the ailing Spencer, Cole Spencer. Um, played at guard. Memphis guard Davion Carter, again, assuming guard. So that may be the tea leaves for the Caleb Rogers to the middle, maybe Caleb Rogers to center, which means we're hunting a tackle, right? Maybe, yeah. I, mean, I, yeah. I don't think that they're done trying to land uh, portal offensive line help. But at, at the very least, it gives you options. Oh, sure. Right? I mean, if, if Rodgers uh, needs to play tackle, you know that he can at, mm-hmm. a, at a pretty decent clip. Serviceable level, yep. Yeah, you, you just – you have uh, – the, the cross-training gives you some really – some depth. You, you're man, excuse me. You're manufacturing depth um, because you don't have – great depth at least not yet and our starting tackle for monroe mills this weekend will be back next year is that help me not that's not lander peterson is it he's in the portal no, he's in the portal i'm getting the other, it's the other one um ty buchanan he's the starting tackle i think from for uh, monroe mills this weekend not tomorrow, but Saturday. Right, Saturday, because today <laughs> is Thursday. This ticket's struggling with that. Uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, is Josh Kelly transferring to Texas Tech? So Josh Kelly, for those that are not familiar, is a wide receiver transfer out of Washington State. Um, just today, he announced on Twitter, um, I guess formally, that he was leaving Wazoo Um or at least he post his he posted his kind of goodbye message. Uh, I, I think Texas Tech is in a really good spot for him. I think that there are some national analysts out there that would tell you that that Texas Tech leads for Josh Kelly. Uh, he reportedly had a visit planned for Utah. I guess this weekend he has canceled that visit. I think people kind of view that as good news for the Red Raiders, um, but he has not yet announced anything. But I'll tell you what, if you get Josh Kelly along with Caleb Douglas. 
Um, with Micah Hudson coming in in the traditional recruiting class, they're signing a week from uh, from yesterday. That's a pretty nice, yep, reshape, pretty nice haul. Yeah, yep, reshape that receiver room. I like it. And, and we're not even talking about Conyers yet, is we? No, yeah. I mean, that's there's two tight ends, one of whom is uh, most certainly a proven Lake Ready guy. Could have Mason Tharp back, or should have Mason Tharp back. I know he's plagued by injuries this year. I like it. Assemble those weapons. Looking at a picture of the, uh, I guess the Shohei Otani uh, introductory press conference is today. And there is a massive line, or at least there was. No, still probably is massive. Massive line of media. Oh wow, that's waiting media. to get in. Like the if if you said those were fans, I'd go okay. Nice nice little hall there, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. that's like every rider yeah, in Southern California. I'll just catch it on the stream. You know, right now in Cali though, it is uh, it's it's like seventy something. 76. Not bad. Um, we also had a little Lubbock Christian University news today. Andrew Sorrells, former Red Raider basketball player, is their new athletic director. How about that? Yeah, really interesting. I mean, he's young. What, 25 years old, maybe? 26? Yep, 26-year-old. So good for him. That's that's uh. I mean, if he's if he's uh, aspirational in the uh, athletic administration department, what a uh, what a what a thing to have on your resume at age twenty six. What does that like? Is the next step there either? Because we're already. I mean, assuming he is well there, yeah, right, sure. and doesn't decide to be a lifer. Mm-hmm. Is the next move there an AD spot and another, what, D2 program? Or is it like, a, 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 you know, an associate AD spot at a Power 5? I, I would I would guess the latter. Um, I, I wouldn't dare say that, like, with complete and, and authority. Not, not yeah. specific to Andrew, just no, generally no, no. Yeah. speaking. It would make sense to me that uh, the next move is to go be the number two somewhere. Uh, like the number two at a division. Who does number one two work school? for, though? Number one. May I answer your question? Uh, well, Austin Powers. Oh, there. okay. Yeah. Um, uh, the, uh, uh, yeah, I, you know. And I would think that would be like a, a, a nice, because. Nice step up. Well, mm-hmm. you'd be able to say that, hey, look, my my chief deputy or whatever, um, he he's experienced running his own shop. Absolutely, you know. Absolutely, I would think that would be a big uh, leg up, especially at age twenty six. And you know, I think about like, I wonder who the candidates would be if if Kirby stepped down in three years. I mean, who? Where would the candidate? Oh, pool? I would submit an application. <laughs> where? Wait, why are you laughing? Would the, would the candidate? Why are you laughing? Pool, <laughs> would the candidate pool come within our current structure of number twos, or would it be? You know, like where? What's what's our farm system? Because there are... I'm right here. <laughs> yeah. So am I, then. If, more, if you're more getting Tech in. Talk next. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. 
Hi there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus. I'm Aaron. We'd love to get your thoughts and your comments on the H Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. Uh, Lumberjack has this. Is it weird that some of the team, uh, some members of the team, weren't even alive for the previous game versus Cal? Yeah, that... Uh... That's, it's tough to think about when you go 2004, you know. Yeah. I mean, a little, little painful for an old guy like me. It seems pretty safe to say that no one on the team, like, watched the game or can can remember watching the game. True. You know? Um, I mean, I, I was watching it in uh, in Houston. That was winter break. Um I had just gotten back from Spain that month. Oh, that's right. That was your that was your that year was there. that was the mm-hmm. that was the first and only tech football game that I watched live on television that season. I tuned in for bits and pieces on a janky web stream of the Texas game that year. Have I told that story? No. Well, tell it. Because we talked about how you would, you guys would try to, you and your roommate would try to consume games overseas. It was a challenge. Yeah, it was a challenge. Uh, time difference was the biggest thing. Then the internet, even back then, was not what it is now. Um, and it wasn't like a lot of folks there had internet kind of piped into their apartments or their homes or whatever. Um, at least not our house, mom. So our really only reliable internet connection was at the internet cafe down the street. Um, and, you know, it wasn't a 24-hour oh, deal. That's right. Yeah, that's so right. It was the, it was we the, weren't ever able to just yeah. kind of catch it there. Um, and so we really wanted to watch the Texas game. That was a game, I think, going in, I think it felt like you could, you could hang there, right? Because your other two home games, you scored 70 points. And so... Uh, one of my roommates and I conspired to uh, hide out at the university <laughs> after hours and, um, you know, use their their Ethernet. And uh, so we did, and we plugged in our laptops, and, you know, it was not the best quality. It's not like today, obviously, but we got, uh, we got to watch it, and it was just a butt whooping. It was a butt whooping. It was like 52-17. It was some kind of like super lopsided affair. And uh, we we had to stay in that damn place until morning because it was like way out in the boonies. You could only get there by car or bus. Mm-hmm. And so we had to wait until like 10 o'clock the next morning for the first bus. Wow. Because it was going to be, a, you know, it was a Sunday. Yeah. That's commitment. Yeah. It was a good story. It was just a terrible time. Where were you for that uh, holiday bowl? I had friends that went, and uh, I think I've got a T-shirt. Um, but uh, the the uh, yeah, I was just at, at the house watching, as I recall. Yep, and then you know was was giddy, giddy, g- giddy, and enjoying that game the way. 
really the last two bowl games. These last two bowl games against the the Mississippis. Just controlling things. Yeah, it's been a while since you were in a dogfight. Yeah. Bowl bowl wise. Just controlling things, yeah. Uh this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, somebody suggests the fruit bowl in Lubbock, sponsored by August Fried Pies. Yeah, that's solid. Yep. Can't argue with that. That's uh uniquely ours. Um I like it. Has your optimism level for next season been affected in a notable way by the last few days, the the, the portal activity over the last few days? Absolutely. Uh, it feels like these dudes that we're targeting, we're getting now, maybe we threw, and it, and it feels like it's a, it, it feels like it's a, uh, I don't know. The list of targets associated with these guys is pretty good. Not not every guy, but um, um, you know we beat Davion Carter among his. Uh, you know when when you see the other offers, it gives you a sense, right, of what right. what we're talking about here. Uh, you're not you're not beating South Alabama. You got it. And right. Vinny Curry, yesterday's offensive lineman would beat Auburn and Ole Miss. You talked about that yesterday. They among Davian Carter's suitors, um Boston College, Michigan State, among the suitors for Jalen Conyers. Of course, that's the tight end from Arizona State. OU had gotten back in the game on that one, apparently. Um I mean th- those are that's who you want to be winning recruiting battles with right um there's two corners the the interestingly the 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 um canadian kid that we got the commitment from in the last day or two the canadian i believe corner um that runs a four three seems like he fits sort of our toolsy toolsy uh category mm-hmm. you know like we had the six nine junior college offensive lineman the other day uh the, the the corner that runs a four three from Gulf Canada, his other offer was from West Virginia. I mean, that's just you know that I, wow. I don't know anything about the guy, but I'm going well. That that seems like we're where we need to be. You ever been to Gulf Canada? I've been to Ontario. I'm in the Gulf. This has been the Tech Talk podcast presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T ninety seven three podcasts at double T ninety seven three dot com.